0: DRAFT BASTARDS!
1: Welcome to Draft Bastards, a podcast that features four brothers consuming and reviewing craft and micro-brews in the New England area, all while discussing the topic of the day. This episode will be taking a look at a couple of craft beers from Bearwolf Brewing Company out of Amesbury, Massachusetts. These tasty brews will provide the fuel needed to talk about today's subject HBO's upcoming Game of Thrones prequel, House of the Dragon. So sound the horn and call the banners. It's time for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Buenos dias, bonjour, and guten tag. Welcome to episode three of Draft Bastards. My name is Jay O'Neill, and I'll be your moderator. With me again are my bro hosts, I got Mikey. Cheers, bro. And we got Baru. What up? And we got Kevin. Evening. Baru, it's good to have you back in the studio. We missed your energy last time. It's Mm. good to be back, Buster. (laughs) (laughs) We've got an episode today that I think is fair to say we have been biting at the bit to do. Uh, Not only will we talk about our hopes and fears for the Game of Thrones prequel, House of the Dragon, but we will first discuss the Game of Thrones show as a whole, what we liked, uh, unanswered questions, and of course, the airing of the grievances. But before we dive in, Baru,
0: why don't you tell us what we'll be drinking today? All righty then. So Jay and I did manage to get out and visit this brewery there called Bear Wolf Brewing out of Amesbury, Massachusetts. I like being able to visit the brewery before we do the show. I'm into that do well. I don't know if it's something we'll be able to do each and every time, but it certainly is a bonus. So anyways, yeah, we went to visit this place, a uh, super cool place. Um, it's in an old antique mill building right near downtown Innsbury, and it's kind of small, but it's super cool. So Very chill. Yeah, super cool. So our bartender was uh, the master brewer there. His name was Matt. He was super cool to us. Thanks, Matt. Told us a lot about the place. One thing that's really interesting about Beowulf Brewing is they have a uh, constantly changing List of brews. They do not have like a particular, you know, beer that kind of, you know, sticks right out and like that's their brand or whatever. Like their whole philosophy is like, you only live once. We just keep trying new things. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's actually awesome. pretty cool. At first I was like, kind of like, hey, are you sure about this? And, uh, you know, you never know. So we tried a lot of different beers from them and, um, they're really interesting beers. They're really trying to, uh, making a you know an identity for themselves for sure. I mean these guys know what they're doing. So yeah, this first one we're gonna try is a porter, seven and a half percent. Yep, Beowulf Brewing. Uh, they call this one Percussive Maintenance. Get it while you can. Yeah, and one of their brewers actually draws all of the designs on the label. So we're gonna go ahead and I'm crack checking these books. out the label. Yeah, that's is kind like of
1: uh Old timey tools. Yeah, no, it's super it's cool. Awesome. It's very simple too. I like. I I appreciate a simple label.
0: Yeah, the and the logo for like. Beowulf brewing on this can reminds me of like the intro to uh excuse yeah. me the the pink panther like cartoon. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Crack'em. Here Cracking we go. Them. Cracking it And Whoa, pouring. pouring Oh, man, we're starting to see signs of success uh, with draft bastards because we're all pouring beers in, in the glasses now. I mean <laughs> the, we're, that, we're, That's how you know we've made it. We've seriously been, <laughs> been elevated uh, at this point. We're drinking like gentlemen it's got a good frothy head on it, too. Mm-hmm. Jay and I tried it. It was definitely our favorite one that we tried the other day. Uh, Agreed. During okay. our visit. Yeah, I'm excited.
1: That's kind of a uh, bold move to not have a flagship beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, on that point, though, we we, we did uh, the Liebrew there, Matt. He was telling about how they have a, a deal right now with uh, Night Shift. Yeah. Um, where they're going to be, uh, they're doing a, some distribution now. So, I think they're going to have like two beers, which will kind of be their sure. staple. They're, they're something that they can constantly uh, ship out. I don't think it's necessary, but it's just something you don't see. Yeah,
0: yeah. You I know, mean, it's cool. Well, no, they're they're being pretty creative and they've survived the pandemic so far. Exactly. You know, that's that, awesome. That was one thing that kind of, um, you know, was a sign of, you know, that they're doing something right. I mean, it's a relatively small brewing space and, uh, You know these guys have managed to stay open through everything for I think four years now. Yeah, yeah. They have open mics and food trucks. the the whole
1: The whole nine Mm -hmm. game room when it's not COVID. Okay, that's uh that goes down much lighter than it looks. They usually do.
0: Yeah, yeah. Porters are always surprising. Like a good a good porter is probably like you know my second favorite type next to like a good IPA. You know. Yeah, I love them. The thing
1: man. that always surprises me about a good porter is, man, I hate licorice, but <laughs> I like the kind of licorice notes. Yeah, 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 licorice and nuts or whatever the whatever's in here is right. tasty. Um, right, I'm right there with you. Hang on, let me take another sip and we'll see if I can put a pin on that. I'm getting a bit of coffee, not not too heavy, but there's like yeah, coffee, roasted
0: nuts, licorice. I find that it's difficult to find a porter that doesn't have coffee in it.
1: Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head and I can't.
0: Right, right. (laughs) Like, I'm just saying, anytime you go to, like, a a place that has a lot of beers on tap, you know, you look at the porters and it's like such and such coffee, 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 you know. I
1: just thought coffee was part of porter.
0: Yeah, right. Like, if they have four porters, probably three of them have coffee in it chocolate it's Anyways, like a, like a
1: mocha is chocolate and coffee and the porter is mm-hmm. beer and coffee
0: now that you mentioned it mike i'm really picking up the coffee in this one it's good though man i mean if you like a porter hmm. i don't know it's a good porter yeah get up there before it's, it's gone it's sweet
1: but it has a really dry finish too i'm feeling like that dryness in the back of my throat mm-hmm.
0: seriously if you're a local to amesbury and you like really enjoy trying different things and you're tired of all the Beers you get, you know, in the in the regular liquor store, like <clears throat> you know, give this place a shot. I think it's cool as hell. You can always get something different. Hell yeah, bro! You thirsty? This is uh, only half the beer, the other half is the oh, can okay. <laughs> so <that> was like, <laughs> Damn. I was staring at Baru's empty glass. Uh, everything yeah. okay, Baro?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's feel okay, I, we're not, I, not mad at you for being late.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. I could feel you guys like getting scared for a second. <laughs> like, uh, shit, what did he just do? No, no, no. I've been poured on half my beer. I want to see what it tasted like in the can, so So we ready to get this show started? <sighs> um, are we ready when you are we are we're talking thrones? about
1: game of thrones bro what
0: was that show about again it was about time yeah, it was about what are they doing that show it it's like gelflings about-
1: and skexies and stuff right Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it used to be about some cool stuff and then it wasn't about some cool stuff and yeah <laughs> We're going to work off the assumption that uh, anybody sticking around for the rest of this episode has watched Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Spoilers we're, ahead. Spoilers. We will Spoilers. not be um, explaining every little uh, detail that we come across. Uh, so I'd like to start with the unanswered questions that the original Game of Thrones series left us. Now, <laughs> Mikey is the book reader in the room uh so he will <laughs> have nerd he will have different insight into uh these sub these these topics uh but the rest of us are show watchers so the disclaimer has been disclaimed unanswered questions the biggest ones th- there, there's some really big ones out there that i don't know about you guys but have bugged the fuck out of me let's watch <laughs> uh, well all right lead the way besides what? i will lead the way Besides what Podrick did to those women, mm-hmm. he sang to them. He sang to them. Mystery solved. What's next, motherfuckers? What the fucking is that? What they—that's what it says in the book. The theory is he—he he sang to them. It's a theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> one of my biggest ones, and it's not it, actually—it's not the biggest one. What did Varys hear in the goddamn flames? Now, before you rush out with your answers and theories and whatever, keep in mind this is something that we heard about since the beginning of the show. Right up until almost the end of the show, it was always hinted at, and he's got a wizard in a box yeah. and all this stuff. But they never said what he heard in the goddamn flames. They never even gave you a fucking hint. And I'm hoping that gets resolved in the books later no. on because, honestly, I have no idea. I, I would have liked to have known. I thought there was a great opportunity to find out. So many opportunities. One in particular, when he's to begin with the Red Priestess. So oh, do you want me with to tell you? Red Priestess, the one that the said she was going to tell met. him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, so that, not Melisandra, but the other one that said, hey, Kin- do you want to know? Yeah. Do you want to know what uh the voice said? Yeah, I'd like yeah. to know what he said. I want to know what happened to Kinvara after her one appearance. She seemed kind of significant. We kind of forgot about her. <laughs> Just a heads up, um, we are disgruntled yeah. about how yeah, the show ended. I, We've had some time to that settle. That will down. be part of the air of, airing of grievances. Let's try and answer some. I got to, I got to, I got to leak it out a little bit here and there. Otherwise, it's just going <laughs> to build up and it's not going to be good. One of the theories is that what Varys heard is what um, uh, Mikey, helped me out. Who heard in the flames that you know the only good death is a uh, purifying fire or something like that? Who, Stannis's wife? Yeah, maybe. Um, Maybe that was it. I forget the exact quote, but it was something yeah. like, you know, to die by fire is the purest way to die. You and hear that's, that from all the red priestesses, yeah. Right. And so I, I wonder if that's what Varys heard. Was he, did he hear his own fate? Is was, was that what he was so concerned about? Did he hear his own fate? And that's why it freaked him out. I mean, there was times where he was almost like crying, something, you know, when he would try and remember that. Quite possibly. But here's the thing. When... When that happened, when there was a voice speaking from the flames to Varys when he was a child, he had just had his, you know, balls cut off and they were thrown into the fire. I don't think the voice was talking to Varys. I think the voice was talking to the wizard. I don't know. He was still upset. We knew he had the wizard in the box. Yep. And then he met the priestess mm-hmm. who still shook him. Like, did well, you that was a pretty traumatizing event. But, but like when, I said, I, yeah. think, I think a lot of people think like you do like what did he what did the voice say to him the voice wasn't talking to him the voice was talking to the sorcerer right with using his parts but he oh so he heard a voice. The follow-up question he heard too. a voice he heard Which a way, voice would you like to know the name of the one who spoke like Ooh, yes yeah Ooh, that sounded ominous and moving on well okay <laughs> 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 we're gonna just forget about all that <laughs> uh, I'll continue it really quick. The, the, speaking of the, the Lord of Fire, people and everything who are oh so magical, sure, right? Uh, Prince of the was promised. What happened? Where? Where? where who was it? Azorah. Azorahai. Well, yeah. It, it could be two different things. Well, let's go off the show, not off the book, which I know has like a whole specific thing. But I- even in the show, you had Melisandre going around, Ooh, Prince of this promise, Prince's promise. Mm, nope, not Stannis. Must be, maybe it's Jon Snow. The Azor High does tie into the prince that was promised because they both have the the sword. Yeah. Okay. And you see Stannis pull the sword out of the um, the statues of the seven. Yeah. That yeah. they white him on fire on the yeah, beach. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he pulls fire. the sword out, right. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, And it's the last time Lightbringer was mentioned. Is it? They never bring it up after that. It's very prevalent in the books, and I know you have your theory. I have my theory, but it's a long theory, so we'll keep it. We'll save that for another day. Well, or we'll save that for the theories segment.
0: This is it, Fuck well.
1: You. The theories can <laughs> go into. You can bring up theories to answer these unanswered questions. That's mm. oh, okay. Fucking point. <laughs> there are unanswered questions. Give me your theory. So non theory. Um, in the books, John has dreams about finding the red sword jamie has dreams about holding a glowing sword you know so it's it's a recurring theme in the book that something will eventually happen with this but because george martin is an amazing writer it's going to be hidden and you get to choose which one you want to believe you get to choose who who Mm. was the actual azor ahai and instead the two most significant kills in the show were with fucking daggers (sighs) No glowing a, a, sword. No glowing sword. Wait a minute. I know one of them that you're talking about, but what's the other one that you're talking about? The Night, the Night king. king and Danny. That was a dagger. That was a dagger. I'm trying to remember. I that was know. a. That was it a dagger. That was a sai. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. crap! So the prince of the, that was promised fizzled for me. I would have loved that. That story, I, I, or something to come of it, anything pick up a book. Uh, well, fuck him. I'm not, not going <laughs> to read a book. All right. Yeah, he also wants to know how it ends. I would love to know how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the yeah. last thing You're, that happened in the books, guys, the last thing that happened in the books, yeah, was Jon Snow died. That's how far back the books are. Yeah, he, he's not even alive in your yeah. in your in yeah. your world. <laughs> uh other unanswered shit. Dario. Yep. He's uh mm-hmm. in Dragon's Bay. Yep, formerly Slavers Bay. Yep. So my question would be, what happened when after Danny left? I like to thank John What happened turns after- into a warlord.
0: Yeah, I could see that. As
1: soon as Danny left, like certain cities, they just went right up into upheaval and were seized into power by this bad guy and that bad guy. They hinted that in the actual in the show too. Yeah. So like a benevolent warlord. No. no, just no, warlord. No. Warlord. I think he's gonna be a warlord. Right in her name, or just she's dead. what one oh Oh yeah,
0: I'm thinking of the. Oh, wrong... we're thinking
1: after, in the wake of her death. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Who's Dario again? I'm thinking of the wrong guy. I know I'm thinking of the wrong person. The swordsman. He, oh, oh, guy. So that was fencing trainer. That is, no. Oh, no, 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 no. What was his name? That, that was serial. Uh, Thank you. Yeah,
1: Dario was Danny's lover consort. In, yes, mm-hmm. out in uh, oh. out in the desert. Um he what was the name of his company the second sons the second sons he was the leader of the second sons or not he killed the leaders of the second sons yes. <laughs> yeah. and became the leader of the second Sons. all right yeah he was actually played by two different actors right when okay, he was first yeah, introduced yeah. and then yeah but i guess in the books he had a purple beard or whatnot yeah purple yeah. forked beard yeah there was a lot of that going on on that side of the world that would have been interesting right. to see on tv might have taken yeah. me out of the moment yeah, it might have might you know, have been a little bit That's why they didn't go with the uh, purple eyes the Targaryens, because you lose a lot of life when you use the contacts. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't go with the contacts, because uh, whats her name Amelia clark was complaining about them. Yeah. It's called craft. You would have had the budget for CGI the next episode. Small grievance. Small oh. grievance. Insignificant <laughs> well, hey, grievance. But to finish that thought up, though, I'm, I'm curious what happened that, on that part of the world. I thought Dario for sure would have showed up at the end of that the second he leaves though there's a power vacuum and then you gotta yeah. fight all over again and now you're gonna do it without danny mm-hmm. right speaking or, of leaving and coming back didn't Melisandra leave for volantis yeah. for yeah. no reason yep and then
0: uh, i think she back?
1: i don't know if i just think this if it was said but i think she went to go consult with uh the red priestesses and came back with yep. some swords on fire and that was that what was their plan before? They the had no plan. <laughs> they had no plan. There was no plan. It's, yeah. It's not like they're all trained to fire arrows from horseback. You know, right. nice, uh, obsidian tipped arrows that, that bet those would have been helpful. Yeah. Those would have worked great. I seem to remember them making a lot of arrowheads too. Yeah. Lots. Yep. Yeah. That whole episode
0: was so backwards
1: here, Sam, have a bow. All right. I'm mm. going to get into what really grinds my gears. <laughs> do it all right here we go finally this is what what grinds my gears this is the big question i'm oh i'm perfectly fine with going off the rails and just ranting for two hours by the way i'm I'm fine with that who was the man me that the children of the forest chose to be their weapon who was the man that became the night king now for such a freaking important character in the goddamn story we know surprisingly little about this except for that one little flashback. And who do we know that could have done more flashbacks to find out more? Anybody Mm. who could have, if only there was someone, if only there was someone that could have gone back and see who this person was. Now there's a ton of theories out there that the night King was originally a Stark, which I love because their connection between the walkers and the Starks, that, all jives and it would have been so cool if they could have revealed that the starks of winterfell find out that the night king is coming and the night king was or is a stark Mm -hmm. that is their great 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 -great grandfather it's something you don't look right i i'd I'd much rather know what his motivation is because i never found out who he was i feel like that's more important Anything about him would have been Something? good. A story, a word, and stop making him fucking smile. Oh, that was <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. so bad. Little stuff like that matters. He only did it once, though, right? Uh, or no, was, was it once twice? Too many. Just once. He did it once in the in his final appearance. Yep. That was uh, Sapochnik directed that one, right? My contract is up. <laughs> smile. <laughs> All right, now give a little smile. Perfect <laughs> and cut. We got it, guys. Guys, that's a wrap. <laughs> Thank you, Night King, for your service. <laughs> that just cherry on the Sunday. Yeah, I'm getting <laughs> mad.
0: Great well, show, though. Get Great mad. show. Get mad. get mad, let it out. There's Mike. a
1: lot to be. There's a lot to be happy about with the show. There's a lot of, of good things that happened in it that I really enjoyed. They set the just bar impossibly high for themselves. Explain. but as soon as they ran out of source material. And had to start making the story decisions for themselves. They made story decisions, and they made cuts to the wrong places. You know, um, I'm not going to rant too much about it, but the whole Dorn plot is the whole one inc- plot. Dorn, okay. Um, I, I I wouldn't even call it a side plot. I would say it's a major part of the books, um, where Dorn is basically has this really slow moving, super secret, you know, uh, coup going on or revenge plot, maybe. Oh, but in the in the books, oh, let's or kill him. Not the books, but the, the oh, sorry, story. The show, yeah. the show. Yeah. They just killed him. They just killed him. You mm-hmm. know, he's a really, really cool character. What can you do? Although, uh, after they did that little coup, um, it did feel for Jamie for a second when his daughter died there. Mm-hmm. That was a good, some good acting. Mm-hmm. No? In the wake of that, when Cersei had um, Elara imprisoned. Mm-hmm. I feel like they missed a really good opportunity to throw one last zinger in there. What does it say? Like, oh, by the way, your lover's last words to me were, we don't hurt little girls in Dorne. Ooh. ooh.
2: Dang.
1: Ooh. Snap. Draw Want some ice mic? for that? Oh, I'm just kidding. You're not getting any water. <laughs> <laughs> a lot <laughs> of torture, though. <laughs> ooh <Ooh-wee. laughs> wonder if she ever got out of there. They left her in there, huh? Yeah. She wasn't on the council seat At the the finale episode. So, no. well, I mean, she was in the she was in the Red Keep, and you know, the Red Keep was completely destroyed in one episode. It was partially rebuilt in the next episode because we needed the scene to happen. But so I would just yeah, because because the foundation <laughs> completely caves in, but the rest of the keep is fine. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> this show used to operate on logic, so this shit really bothered me. <clears throat> <coughs> mm-hmm. So, what were the little spirals starting from episode one and moving up? Little White Walker spirals around. Yeah, they got rid of those. What they forget about? Oh, them? the they actual spirals. On. The like, spirals
0: like yeah, in like, yeah, right. Always
1: right. the fucking artists, dude. I thought it was. Freaking creepy! I'm like, what are we Super into here? here? Oh yeah, we're doing some like I feel like they started team? off with like they had a goal and then they just completely abandoned it. Guys, we can't keep doing spirals of dead body parts. <laughs> we can't be doing that.
0: Well, they, um, <clears throat> there was another one that appeared. uh I forget how it happened, but didn't like a a fairly young boy's body get like dismembered and arranged on a wall? Yeah. in a, in a yeah. spiral. Yeah, yeah, that was that, um, that, that was like um, later, that
1: was like a the that was others. a callback to the spiral. Yeah, that was uh, I forget the kid's name. Successor to the Umber House, it wasn't John though, because uh, to- uh big John died on the battlefield. Ned, Small Ned John, Umber. Ned yeah. Umber. Yeah, that was when the the walkers were making their way down south yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to wipe <laughs> to do everybody out. Something, something,
0: and something they brought back evil. the spiral for a second, but still, it still, was is it? Is it like? Is it like a mark of? territory or like a warning something i wonder if it's like one of the only memory that
1: the ice king has or night king no that's interesting because of uh, the the pattern used because the little pattern that he saw when he was when his ritual was done that just kind of sticks in his head he sees how to kill people and he sees how to throw spears and he sees spirals he keeps doing the spiral, like, this is your fault, just so you know. Exactly. Like, actually, hey, it's the children of the forest's fault. It's his not people's fault. Mm-hmm. There's also, I mean, it could be him trying to communicate, because you've heard the other prince that was promised theory, right? No. Is that they were promised a prince. Oh, the, the walkers were. They were promised a prince to surrender themselves, but maybe Bram was supposed to go and surrender himself willingly to them, and that's why they're doing all this. They were supposed to have somebody walk up and be their prince no it's just a theory oh not be their prince but a prince was supposed to be sacrificed Them, the prince that was promised that's and there was a theory that uh, just it's like a fringe theory but yeah you know, there a, used to be there used to be thousands of these yeah. things floating around the internet when when this was still a thing when this but imagine was still going your on. brand though and melisandre comes up to you and be like now look it's just a theory but if you go walk out in that field <laughs> and when i say walk i mean you know roll <laughs> out but <laughs> Oh, I mean, they, maybe they need to assimilate more people. Speaking of which, yeah. another unanswered question, of course, where are all the caster's kids? <laughs> yeah, I know. There was supposed to be uh, his 99th son, right? Mm-hmm. Where are they? I don't I know. I didn't see that many generals out there. I think it was 12 or 13. Yeah. Or oh, yeah. I saw a couple, but they didn't do anything. They did Remember a lot. Remember when of... you were looking forward to. All these characters with Valyrian steel, like, all right, we're going to see how other guys fare uh, against the Magnificent S- Seven style. Yep. Instead, it's just Brienne screaming. <clears throat> and Sam crying. And Jorah dying. <laughs> Jamie who can barely hold a sword anymore, fighting hundreds of <laughs> monsters. Oh, the plot <laughs> armor in that episode. My God. Yeah. I was like That was really hard to tell that think. was battleship grade plot armor. Yeah. That- <laughs> Stop a tank with that sucker. We'll <laughs> <laughs> say one thing about the White Walker Army. They towards the end of the show, they seem to be the only ones that still recognize uh, travel distance mm-hmm. within that show.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't Everyone mind. else just started teleporting. Uh, I don't. I don't mind the the speed up thing. I mean, I I get it. I mean, it, it's one thing. Even when that show was, <laughs> do you at really want to spend two weeks? No, <laughs> two episodes on a boat waiting. Now how many for, episodes
0: no. did it take for
1: Ned and and Robert to get to King's Landing? Like two I mean, episodes, it was like one but or, but or two. The, but two. the trip is, the trip is supposed to take three months. I get it, and I and I get that that was a difficult thing to convey. Even when the show was at its best, that was a really hard thing to, to get across. Like, by the way, this is all happening over a long course of time. Yeah. Three months later. I don't think it took that long because they were traveling with, like, a huge retainer, you know? Uh, I, I, I always well, assumed Swift Westeros and... was about the size of England and Scotland. And can we talk about the wasted potential of Euron Greyjoy? I didn't like the character. Mike, can you explain the kind of character that Euron Greyjoy was supposed to be? He was supposed to be fucking the most savage pirate that ever savaged. He was Yellowbeard. (laughs) That would be amazing. (laughs) With a giant fucking axe. Yeah. And he's also kind of a zealot. Thinks he's kind of a god. um, Because he understands the roundness of the world, he basically tricks people into thinking he's a god. He yeah. says he knows how to get places. Yeah. So the episode where they brought one of the whites to Cersei to show her. Yep. And it started doing its zombie white thing. Wiggle, wiggle. And Euron... <laughs> wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle. And, and Euron goes up and says, can they swim? I felt like that was a good line. All right, cool. That's something that a pyre would say. Yeah. And he's just going to fuck off. But then... As if to clue everybody in. He might as well have turned around, looked at the camera, and winked at everybody. Yeah. I'm going to take my ships yep. and leave. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. Come on. You I think that as bad as Euron was in that scene, Cersei was worse. Nobody, granted, <sighs> that season and the eighth season was a whole bunch of forgetting what kind of person Cersei is. Yeah you'd think she'd have pretended to be a little angrier. It's like, since when are you calm and composed when somebody straight up betrays you? Well, <laughs> clearly Euron doesn't care about queen and country. Now then, moving on. Moving, moving right on. on. Let's Move talk forward. about this zombie here. See, I feel like all the corrections that could have been made to season eight would have to start with going back to season seven and, yeah you know, diverting from that dumb... Dumb, dumb idea. Okay, we're going to go to this part of this massive landmass, find one out of an army of, what'd you say, 100,000 plus in uh, the most hostile environment in our world, Uh, bring it back, still alive, I'm sorry, alive, yeah, air quotes, and show it to our enemy. That season also ended with a snowflake on Jamie's hand. Yeah, it I seemed lo- like summertime by I, the time season I, eight came I around I liked again. that scene. Yeah, right. I, yep. I was like, okay, now the, now we're going to see how King's Landing deals with winter. It's like, oh, yep. no, that was the only snowflake <laughs> <Yeah>. that hits itself. <laughs> they must itself. have had it rough. That's like when Arizona gets snow. <laughs> <laughs> Fourth, we don't have <laughs> plows. What are we going to do? Half inch, the whole state shuts down. <laughs> That's, was, uh, That's a good perspective. Yeah. I was an apologist for a long time. I'm sure you guys remember. I really defended the show because I understand there's a lot of things that you can't do. You were in denial. You can't translate some things from a book onto the screen. You know, even if you did 10, 13 um, seasons, you still wouldn't be able to get all of that plot in. You know, it's one thing saying a sentence versus filming a sequence. But when they had source material, I feel like that's where. David and Weiss's David and Weiss or
0: um, David, David and Benioff
1: and David Weiss. D&D. D&D. I D&D. feel like. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. I, I feel that. like that is where they shined though was not, not in writing a story and making creative choices. Yeah, and interpreting but in,
0: the, yeah I agree.
1: Yeah, yep. yeah. Bringing something from a book on and putting it that, on the screen
0: in a palatable way. And that was like the most frustrating part of when it got to the last. What was the real bad one? Just the last season.
1: Um, it started, well, to, it started to stumble yeah. during season seven. Yeah,
0: right, right. I remember. So when it started to fall apart, it's like, you know, I agree with you. I was thinking that while watching the other six seasons, you know, because you watch the ending of the episode and they talk about it and mm-hmm. this and that. and It's really interesting. Anyway, yeah. you know, so it's like that was like the most frustrating part of everything falling apart. It's like, you guys know what these characters are. You're all very well versed in the, in, in the books. Like, I understand... Uh, not fitting everything, but let's try to just stay true to the characters and not do any dumb shit, sure. like having the Nightwalker smile and having all these weird inconsistencies in plot armor and like turning complete, all completely these completely illogical things.
1: Really smart and witty characters into dumbass yes men. Yeah, yep. yeah. I mean, she's McQueen. Yeah, that's actually a big one, Kev. Though Tyrion and Varys, you yeah. know, they had such a handle on everything. Oh, and, then, arc, they and then all of a sudden, they could not do anything right. Yeah, like so this is one of my
0: boys. one of my big grapes since, since you're back on Varys. Like, you know when they when they captured him, that was so frustrating to me mm-hmm. because you know Varys easily one of the one of the you know more interesting and dynamic characters on the show. Mm-hmm. You know he's just sitting there like he knew what was going to happen and he had no way out and he just got caught. I'm like, come on, this is not Varys. He should he he should have disappeared. He's exactly he's, he's got resources beyond. I mean that's his whole thing. His whole thing is outsmarting everyone. All the time, his
1: secrets have secrets. Three yeah. steps ahead,
0: always three steps always. ahead, and no, yet he's no in the Targaryen castle in the situation that he was in. That he oh, would not nobody have seen sees me writing this note. His capture coming. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and I'm going to have a really loud conversation about my impending betrayal.
0: Unbelievable! Very frustrating.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and Tyrion's advice and, and went it, from worse to worse was, to worse.
0: I, I feel like I don't know if you guys would agree with this, but it's kind of a conspiracy theory, I guess. I felt like at a certain point, you know, you're, you're you know, you're in the last couple of seasons, so you're really trying to pay attention. And, like, you're, you're like, okay, I know characters are going to die. And it's like, you think this is going to happen, but then they just shit on another character. And they kind of pick them off in a, in a way that I think, you know, they're going to try to maintain interest in the show. So it's like, okay, we have to kill off characters, but which ones? Okay, this one dies in the book, but I think it would be better if we lost this one because we can keep listeners because this act is more popular. Yeah, shit like that because it, it it was sure. like so but, weird. I would not put that Bra- Braun above should D&D. Have,
1: <clears throat> Braun should have been done with the show, but done with his involvement in the I show. I want to know more about Braun. Braun. So do I. But See, he was a the character. Braun, I liked too. within character would have fucked off long before a lot of that shit started. I don't, know, I don't know because don't... I've heard some people say that he's one of the reigns of Castamir. He's like the last remaining. No, no way. That's no, dude, imagine. That's yeah, awesome. I'd stick real close to those to the Lannisters. Yeah. <laughs> he, he is. If that was his goal, he already had so many opportunities. Maybe he's got a long con, dude. you know. He's so there's a, thud, there's a couple man. of plots that I'm not not to keep going back to books, guys. I'm sorry, but there's a couple of plots that are oh, really please go important back to, the, to the, books. the show. I love
0: your book stories.
1: Um, so remember when um, Tyrion killed Tywin? Mm-hmm. I sure do. Tywin was. Having a shit break. Sure he sure was. was. What a great scene. So it I don't was. even think D&D realized this because they didn't integrate it in there. But Oberon had probably poisoned him. That's why he was shitting his brains out. <laughs> <laughs> Oberon had been slowly poisoning him. You know, little <laughs> things like that that D&D did, but I don't think they know they did it. Like they just kind of marched through what the, was written in the book and they forgot to put in that little detail. Oh, by the way, just a nice little touch. We used to think they were smart. They were they were good at one thing, and then they had more responsibility put in their lap than they were willing to accept.
0: Yeah, and they were they you know they ran out of source material. The show was ending, and they were probably working on Star Wars two or those deals that they ended up not doing anyway. Sure,
1: because fuck them. Yeah, yeah, touch Star Wars. I was actually excited about it. You can't ruin Star Wars. We're ruining Star Wars. (laughs) Uh, Everyone's beer is empty, guys. Yeah, I think we're ready for round two. I'm ready for round two. two. What's round two?
0: Double IPA. Oh, this is going to be the double IPA. Yep. I got it. W-A-P-A. Kev's Kev's getting up. Perfect. Thanks, Kev. Oh, I like this can. Oh, it is black and white. Was this Phoenix something? We had trouble finding the name for this because, again... uh, it is. barrel Brewing, they they change beers constantly. This can Paparazzi is my favorite. Paparazzi of outer space, especially as a uh, black 8. metal fan. Two. I mean, this this can is awesome. It's totally black and white. It's got a wolf and a moon. I mean, that's metal. Cheshire moon. <laughs> <laughs> Cracking them. Cracking them. Here we go. <sighs> yeah. These guys are doing their glasses, but. You're going from the can? Lately, I'm really into uh, beer right out of the can. So am I, but I like keeping my mustache
1: on. Mm. Uh, well, you know, yeah, you can to a Mustache wood. hair to a can? <laughs> <laughs> you ever have the can stuck yes. to your mustache? That's <laughs> why so I trimmed it before I came over. <laughs> These weird sounds come out of mouth. Looks like orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... What we said, this one was eight point two percent.
0: See, I've already tried this one, so I'm curious what uh, maybe you know. Do you Mike try it canned can can or draft one? One. Uh, I Had it in uh, in draft. That's pretty
1: smooth. Hmm. Mm. Jay, yeah, look like you had a little overflow there. You need a napkin. I'm good. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the The electronics are over by you. So, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah, this is like it. really, really smooth.
0: Yeah, it's got a nice hazy, mm. hazy look to yeah. it. It looks like a like it would have caramel in it. It looks like it would have a... uh, You know, Jay, now that I'm trying it out of the can, I can kind of taste this this caramel overtone. That's really cool. Uh, So, Mm. So. beers are full. Yep. Mm. What else do we love and hate about Game of Thrones? Okay. So, this is a theory that
1: I loved and I thought, man, it would be so cool if they could do it. And I haven't seen anybody else come up with this one. I'm not claiming it as my own, but my brain did think of it. I thought that uh Liana had twins that day. Oh yeah, I heard yeah. I told you this one. Liana had I loved twins that day. Yeah. And that's why she died. So not only was it just a childbirth, but it was twins yeah. and it was in the middle of a tower with no doctor and all that stuff. hmm And the twin was a girl and her name was Mira. Yeah. So Mira Helen yeah. yep, <laughs> Reed's daughter. Oh, who, who should ended up meet hooking up or not hooking up but meeting up with bran later on yeah yeah with her brother Jojen, mm-hmm. and they as they went to go see the three-eyed raven Yeah, and i know exactly one of the factors that led to that theory was that in the show exact same hair in the books they, completely different though mm. all right so but looking at the show i'm like mira is a spitting image of yep. Jon snow mm-hmm. like kind of like and if same the show exact told age. me they were brother and sister, I'd have believed it. 100%. They're the same age. So it would have made sense. Like, okay, you had Howland Reed, Ned's best friend. You know, Ned goes, dude, do me a solid. Take one of these babies. I'll take one. We both go home. All right, cool. And then the things they could have done with... Oh, absolutely. It, it would have... I would have loved that. It would have been a great story, I think. What was Mira's... Final line. Just okay. See ya. Bye. Cool thing about uh, Mira. So when they're in the cave, uh, she just picks up a sword and she starts fighting these uh, skeletons coming in. The Harryhausen skeletons yeah, yeah, coming yeah. in. That sword was probably Blood Ravens, who is the three-eyed raven. That sword was probably Dark Sister. Hmm. Shut up. She's got herself a Valyrian steel sword. She went home with that? I don't know. They, they they killed it in the show. And this segues into one of my disappointments of things that the show never mentioned. Not only did they leave Dark Sister out of the show other than mentioning it, aside from one flashback scene, Dawn is never brought into the show. Yep. It's kind, of, a shame. kind of a big deal. Kind of a really big deal. They ne- In fact, they just not bringing in so House Dane who, at all. Who has Dawn? House Dane. is sitting on a wall at House Dane, waiting for someone to be worthy of wielding it.
0: Mm-hmm. oh oh dawn is a sword
1: dawn is a sword they don't hand the they, they don't work like other houses they don't hand down their valyrian steel swords to the sun it basically goes to whoever is worthy of it it can be it can be the firstborn son it can be a distant cousin just as long as you are really you're a Dane Dane family and you're a really good swords person not just a real good swords person a really good person yep yeah. a true knight oh. yeah. within the, the definition the, of the, true knight I, I would say more than anything else in the show um Uh, that sword is most like Excalibur. Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: That's what it was sounding like, yeah.
1: Okay, -hmm. give you an idea of how cool this sword is. Forged from a fallen star, the crater upon which their castle was
0: built. That's incredible. Yeah. Why is this not a video game that I'm playing right now? (laughs) (laughs) Why was it
1: not brought into the fold? Why doesn't it have its own show?
0: I know, right. (laughs) It sounds like there's a lot of stuff around uh, Valyrian steel swords that would have been super cool to have in the show.
1: And Dawn apparently has mostly the same properties as Valyrian steel. It's lighter, it's sharper, it's harder. Um, Only instead of dark and rippled, the blade is white. Yep. If I remember. Yep. And I forget who has it, but somebody has a Valyrian steel Arak in the show too, the curved blade that the uh, Dothraki use, someone mm. has a Valyrian steel arc. Mm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He could have had like a Magnificent Seven style thing where you get all these Valyrian steel wielders up front as mm-hmm. the generals leading this battle with everybody else with the weapons behind you and a kick-ass scene. They had the opportunity to give Sandor Clegane a Valyrian steel greatsword. Mm-hmm. And they gave it to Jorah.
0: Duh. Why did, why did they just, like, this is frustrating hearing all this cool stuff. And, and I'm like, why did they just not do any of
1: this? All these cool things this they was, could have done. This is awful. So much cool things.
0: I mean, I guess that's something that I would like to see, you know, more of if, if this, uh, house of the dragon thing, you know, gets done. It would be like more of a balance between like, okay, we get all this talking and character development, which we all love. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's great. Bring that in. And then, you know, let's, let's really, Come on, man! I want to see the cool swords and the magic and shit. Is this and the, and the backstories? Like, is this
1: a segue into you know? House of Dragons?
0: Can we can we hire like some badass swordsman <clears throat> like choreographers too and like elevate that shit a little bit? Let's do can some we? cool sword stuff. You know, I mean the the you know them.
1: Yeah. On badass swordsmen for one minute. Has anyone seen the uh, suit uh, suit of armor, sword and shield MMA fights in Russia? Yes, I've seen a couple of those. <laughs> no, yeah, I they were pretty brutal, to be uh, honest. Yeah. The, just to keep it short. Uh, Shield bashing with ground and pound is the meta.
0: <laughs> what? That is the
1: overpowered build. Yeah,
0: they don't fuck around. Take, they they like...
1: don't even mess around with the swords or the maces. They take you to the ground and they punch you in the neck with their shield until you stop moving. <laughs> <laughs> and they have full, fully covered, like, uh, so you can't even full see full if they're fucking conscious you can't or not, see if they're alive or not. This is
0: Russian MMA.
1: Yes, motherfuckers. Well, <laughs> Can I just tell you, since um, you mentioned MMA, caramel we in this full, beer, um, yeah. I'm not tasting it when I'm drinking it. But after I put it down for a couple minutes, I kind of have that leftover caramelness mm-hmm. in my mouth. Yeah. Mm. There's one other uh, thing that I wish happened but didn't happen mm-hmm. in the show mm-hmm. that should have happened mm-hmm. and I think would have made more sense. So if anybody can wants to jump on this, please do. Battle of the Bastards. Yeah about it all right john is now fighting ramsay no arguments about that scene yeah sitting there with bow and arrow and the shield i'm feeling the amazing scene i was feeling that too yeah we just talked about this the other night and he gets on top of him and he's just pounding now clearly it looks like he's going to just you know pummel ramsay to death Mm yeah but john at one point looks up and sansa has teleported yeah, which is fine. Okay, fine. She's there now. Sure. So he looks up, and now she's shocked. Imagine she's if you will. She's saying, "Don't take my fucking kill. That one's mine." Instead of stopping. Yeah. How much more power would it have given the scene and Sansa overall as a badass? So John looks up, right? Sees Sansa. Sansa's got that look on her face, but instead goes, "Keep gives him going." A nod. Gives them the nod, keep going, don't sure. t- end it right now. I would have liked that too.
0: This is really frustrating. I, I don't. I, I watched that episode a long time ago. So, so John's killing Ramsey. He's sitting on top. He's grounded, And then pounding. he stops just because he sees Sansa.
1: Sansa steps up, and Sansa's got this look on her face, like, "Why would that What happen? are you
0: doing? I don't care." And five been... minutes
1: later, she's sicking dogs on him.
0: Right, <laughs> which was badass, but.
1: If uh, if she oh, that's walked right, up,
0: that's right, because they capture Ramsey, right? Yeah, and yeah. then, and then if, the dogs eat him. Yeah.
1: If she'd walked up, well, at the last minute, as a last stitch effort, Randy or Ramsey accepts the single combat challenge. Mm-hmm. But imagine how much power and how badass Sansa would have been right there if she gave him the nod. If she gave him the nod, like, yeah, because I'm or imagining she at least blatantly said, "I want to do it."
0: Yeah, or if she just, said, or if she just like. Picked the sword out of like a dead body and just stuck it in his neck. Grabs
1: it, grabs it, grabs a broken knife and just <laughs> th- th- th-
0: th-
1: <laughs> fuck that. She flays been... him. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been cool if she just gave him an order, yeah, and he followed it. Sure, because that would have set the whole tone of like, Sansa's "Who's in fucking charge? in charge?" And yeah. there's no question about that.
0: That on would have been whether a good who's in
1: empowering scene. I get, a very good empowering. I get that, scene.
0: but what I'm thinking of is like, you know, you picture John. And you know what he's just been through in the battle, and his motivation to kill Ramsey—like there is no way he's losing that fight. No, every, every single fiber.
1: I actually really like the part about that scene when he's walking towards them, and he's got a few wildlings on the side of him. They already have their bows aimed at uh, what's his name Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. And they're just watching John, and John's not giving him the signal. Just yeah, like you yeah. were saying that Sansa should have. Like John did mm-hmm. not give them the yeah, okay. He's like no, no. And he's walking towards the guys. Like, wait, why? Why aren't yeah. we? fucking killing is, this guy there
0: is no way that ramsey had any, any any chance of, of yeah. winning against Jon snow in that, no. in that moment and i i think it's terrible that he didn't just pummel him right, right there and
1: if we're gonna segue into um house of the dragon one thing that they did in the show then i'm glad they did it in hindsight because i really like the actors but they really aged up a lot of the characters uh john snow was like 15 years old yeah, Aria was what like, nine? Rickon was three. Sure. That's, Maybe Aria was eight. That's that's film. I that's film know. again. Yeah, sure.
0: I'm definitely more of an optimist when it when it comes to this show. I have I have trouble coming up with a lot of major major gripes. Well, there's so much good stuff m-
1: to talk about, well, and it just makes that it makes that final speed bump or that final that's train like, wreck. That's why I like talking to you more. guys
0: about it because you know you come up with stuff that I don't think of <laughs> so it's like you know it's uh it's super cool <laughs>
1: fucking star makes metal me think, sword yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> makes me think about other parts of the show and, like the, it's part of the reason i go back and re-watch it because i catch so much stuff that we've talked about and other things that i miss yeah uh, great show
1: i will say about season eight though that um that battle was it episode three the long night mm. where they showed
0: the long night yeah
1: the army of the dead they had this one scene that I thought was really cool because I know everyone complains about how dark it was, and you didn't really see a lot of the action. But there was one scene where you're looking down the line as the armies, the army mm-hmm. of the dead is coming up, mm-hmm. and it's just this wave. Yeah, that just.
0: I was gonna. What are you gonna do? Brutal. Yeah, yeah. There was a couple Put really on cool parts of the best. Uh, of that episode. I thought a couple like really tense moments before they started fighting. Obviously. <clears throat> I'm sure you guys agree. A lot of my major gripes really happened in that episode. That's yeah. where I started to call bullshit on, on yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, you know, because like that was season eight, right? The first episode, I think. First, uh, or that second
1: was, uh, season eight, episode three, three.
0: Okay, so yeah, I mean, I was already kind of like barely hanging on. Like by the end of season seven, and then I'm like, what is what is happening here?
1: And that that battle should have been. More of a series finale. I would have been happier if that were that were the folks at the end of the show. It, it did seem odd to me that the Night King was a mid-season finale and Cersei was a season finale. Mid-season finale and never mentioned again. What's a Night King? As was What's winter. an army of dead? Apparently, winter. What is Winter? What is the longest winter that... we've had in years according to the maesters well apparently it was magical and when the night Mm. king was killed because magic
0: so what's the grape with the children of the forest why did they
1: so the first men basically invaded the uh forest where the children of the forest were living and they started cutting down their weirwood trees and that was a big uh big no-no for the children of the forest, as far as they they really very really good arrows, sacred trees. Yeah, yeah. The, those trees that uh, with the bleeding face on it. Mm. Yeah, that was where the children of the forest believed their ancestors lived.
0: So all the weirwood trees have faces on them. Yes, interesting. They're carved on. <laughs> uh huh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but a, weir- a weirwood tree, if never cut, will never die.
0: Interesting. I yeah. love that.
1: Yeah. Um, and that that began a war.
0: The more I hear about the Children of the Forest, the more interested I am. They sound, like, cool to hang out with. Like, I wish we could have one of these beers with them, you know?
1: <laughs> it is cool when... when uh... I think they're the elves of that universe. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, think of them more like, um, like... The Lord of the Ring elves. Half elf, half swamp thing. Dryads. <laughs> you know? Dryads. Like, very leafy. Yeah. yeah. Woodland spirits, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Kind of like that guy from uh, Legend, that little... Yeah, but
1: I don't imagine yeah. <laughs> dryads sticking an obsidian dagger into a dude's chest tied to well, a tree they were it, It's a it's they a, a different, uh, different universe. <laughs> but yeah, they had like not really wars with the giants before that, but they they
0: were mortal not enemies. Wars, but they were they, mortal
1: they, enemies. They they, 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 they didn't get along. That yeah. just
0: that just seems like such a that's like you know what they did cre- creating the white the white walkers over this, you know gripe they have mm-hmm. over the first man it sounds like it, it sounds was like a, it sounds like they went to full nuclear before exploring diplomatic options oh no, no it was a, no, it was a they very went full last before that
1: when they uh, what what they say they broke the neck so there's this area in um the the continent known as the neck and it's the swamp land where the the, the reeds. reeds live and that was caused by the children of the forest doing magic they wanted to break the land in half to stop people from coming over and chopping down their trees so they did that, but it didn't stop them. Which is why the reeds will tell you. Before you think of invading the neck, remember, last time the ocean itself came to the neck. Not all of it left. Yeah, they live a very weird ah, life in the neck. It's yep. uh like it's not normal houses and stuff. Yeah, the houses move. Magical yeah, it's swamp people like built on swampland, so the land is always shifting around. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they have uh, what do they call them?
2: Oh, um, River lions or yeah. something, right?
1: Yeah. River wow. lion? Something like that. Something like that. It's a really cool term. I wonder if the actors ever thought, while they were reading the uh, excerpts from the histories and lore clips, mm-hmm. if, I wonder if they ever thought, wow, they are not doing my character justice. <laughs> at all. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, except, you know, Bobby B. Bobby B. Bobby B. Bobby B did, got done right.
0: Which one's Bobby B.?
1: Robert Rathian. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> his book his story was right there. I mean, <laughs> he was 100% source material and and Ned mm-hmm. did just fine. I'm Maybe gonna f- I'm he was forget- great at doing oh,
0: Sean Bean. Sean Bean's character Ned Stark so an actor. I I've rewatched season 1 as I'm sure a lot of people have uh, at least 2 or 3 times and uh, one thing that really keeps me in awe is just how fucking good he is. I I feel like mm-hmm. he really nailed Ned Stark. I mean, you know, Sean Bean kind of has that look about him, anyways. But hell I mean, yeah, you know. But he he really nailed it, like with his tone. You know, his kind of drawn mm-hmm. out, drawl mm-hmm. of dialogue, kind of like Clint Eastwood almost. Like yeah, like
1: I've like, like seen enough of war.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he, and he's like a pretty tough guy. and They even managed to. Uh, oh, shup, but now shup, I just shup. want to
1: see Brandon Stark even more as brother.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Bre- yeah.
1: Brendan, not Brandon, Brendan, Brendan. Yeah. Brendan Stark, because apparently he was he was a badass motherfucker. He was, the, he was definitely the superior uh, fighter.
0: I'm definitely someone who's very, very interested in, you know, a show like Game of Thrones or the next thing they do, like showing, like, the levels of badassness and really kind of, like, defining, like, you know, I like seeing that shit. I feel like, I like seeing Game these of guys Thrones fight and, like, tries gonna, to take you
1: know, all the badass people yeah. and expose their weaknesses. <clears throat> yeah. And how easy it is to get picked off by mundane shit Mm-hmm. And kind Sneak of attack. spear in the leg, right? And and then a you boar. have the uh, <laughs> yeah. the evil people and how they tend to stick around mm-hmm. way longer than sure. they would in your typical movie or storytelling adventure. They do a really good job in the show of letting you know this is the bad guy, but in the books it's a little bit more vague than that. Dep- all depends on whose point of view chapter you're reading. But you think you know the Starks? They they represent all that's good, and the Knights of the Vale. Yeah, the the uh, the Aaron's and uh, the Tullys of River Run—they're all good. Those would be my good guys if I had good guys. So mm-hmm. check this out. <laughs> back when, um, like the Blackfish was badass, absolutely. So back when the Mad King was still around and he was still the Mad King, yeah, um, they had this big tournament where, or Rhaegar set up this big tournament, the tournament at Harrenhal, the tournament, tournament Harrenhal. at Harrenhal, Hall. Yeah. and everyone was there. And he was supposed to make this big announcement yeah, about yeah, how he yeah. was going to overthrow his father. The reason he probably did that is because there's the southern ambitions theory. Not really a theory. It was semi-confirmed in the books. So the Northern Wards, the Starks, uh, the Tullys, the Arryns, all kind of got together and were low-key conspiring to overthrow the Targaryens. The North didn't really marry outside the North. Why would Brendan be marrying Catelyn? Then the Aaron's kind of got into it. And it was like this big underground thing. Rhaegar got wind of it. and forever, However, how mad people thought Ares was, he was always one step ahead. He was so paranoid. Like he manufactured all these conspiracies that were going against him. Once Some in a while, he right, catch a real one. It, it, he almost always caught them all. Well, what's the saying? Uh, even a broken clock is right twice a day? Yep. Well, he did have the spider in his heyday. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. But yeah, these guys were all plotting. So when he went and he burned Ned Stark's dad and his brother and then called for the heads of all the people that were part of the the Southern Ambition plot. Really, really, really. It was confirmed by Lady Dustin.
0: That is uh, an awesome story, but like it doesn't really paint. Those houses as, I agree, as, agree. As, as being bad, does it? I mean, they have. No. Th- th- you th- depends on which side you're on. If th- you're
1: running a kingdom, and these guys, you hear, they're going to overthrow you. Yeah, they're the bad guys.
0: I get what you're saying, and that's why but... Rhaegar
1: went and held the storm. He's like, guys, chill. I'm going to take care. of That's going to take care of it right now. And then the fucking king showed up, and that's when the whole thing started. That's when the whole plot pivoted. Everyone still got what they wanted because Rhaegar and Lyanna eloped, and then all the you know the Northern Lords and the River Lords and the uh, the Vale, the Lords of the Vale were like it's time to go, guys. It's time to go to fucking war. So the plot would have been Hoster Tully, John Aaron. I don't know Ned Stark's father's name. Daddy Stark. Daddy Stark. Rickard. Rickard. Right. Might have been Rickard. 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 Sure. Right. Sure. Dick on Brendan. <laughs> so all these guys, like Poor all Dick the on. big major players, th- this was their time. So it basically, they knew that Rhaegar didn't kidnap Lyanna. Everyone knows Rhaegar. He was awesome. Yeah. You know, everyone knows Lyanna. No one's kidnapping Lyanna. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you think you know, but you're not kidnapping her. Right. It just allowed them the opportunity to, it's go time. Yeah. Now's our chance. And they succeeded. It was their Archduke of Ferdinand uh, moment. Yep. It was their yep. So it's not to the way they wanted it to go down, but it was the catalyst that allowed them to move forward. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. One thing I thought that was interesting that Mikey pointed out to me was uh, how Catelyn Stark was really kind of an instigator. Oh, very much. You know, and I get something, she was
1: manipulated it, into being an instigator.
0: Well, she was also kind of manipulative, especially when it came to her son.
1: Ah, yeah, she just straight up didn't like well, Jon Snow. I, and, and no no i meant um
0: the general um, um, oh rob thank you yeah oh okay when i watched uh through the first couple seasons again with keeping that in mind you really when you pay attention to what she's saying One she's very themes. much looking out for herself mm-hmm. yeah well, it's like a personal it, revenge thing and she's risking a lot
1: think of it this way though every time rob defied her advice he paid a heavy price he he suffered heavy consequences every time he didn't listen to her. Gotta listen to your mother. Cite your mm-hmm. examples. When she believed that he should keep Lord Karstark hostage mm-hmm. so he wouldn't lose half of his army.
0: Good yeah. point, good he point. He
1: executed him and he lost half his army. Or when she told him... Don't be fucking around with that girl. Don't be fucking around with that girl. Do not cross Walder Frey. You have... Right now, you are his... His best bet. Yeah. Keep it that way. And worry about the rest later. But I love her. Yeah. Oh, uh, that girl was a spy, by the way. No way. Really. Yeah.
0: Really. So interesting. Those were yeah. great points. And she's a spy. That's crazy.
1: she's a spy. She used to write her letters. It seems like such a tragic no those those description. It's even
0: more tragic. Because mm-hmm. he just wasn't paying attention. What was that for? And thinking with his with his piece.
1: <laughs> He was manipulated.
0: Yeah, she was totally a well, spy. She knew exactly what she was
1: doing. He well, how was could also, you not
0: be manipulated by her?
1: He was also 15. No, was yeah, Charlie Chaplin's <laughs> granddaughter.
0: That's even more interesting. That's so cool. Yeah. What? The that's actress? incredible. Yeah. Really? Really, really. I used to watch a lot of Charlie Chaplin when I was a kid, believe it or not. Oh. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed his stuff for some reason. My mom used to put it on that. I don't know where. It might have been on freaking channel two. Should have listened
1: to Mama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he should have. But that's kind of the recurring. Theme in the show is that the you could have had Rosalind Frey maternal love, and we're going to see a lot of that in House of the Dragon too, because that's kind of what the show is about. Yeah, the throne is the goal, but it's really about mothers trying to save their children. I want to explore that more because that's a really good deep point. I hear a butt coming on. One more humorous point (laughs) (laughs) is that Rob kind of jokingly acknowledged how badly he fucked up. Moments before his death. What? I could be up there eating grapes from the hand of Rosalind Frey. I might have made a terrible mistake.
0: Uh. (laughs) But he
1: was joking. (laughs) And then he got shot. Yep.
0: (laughs) And stabbed. Ah, Rob. And decapitated. Man, there's been like two two moments in TV history I can think of that like, kind of like, gave you like a sinking feeling in your gut. Mm -hmm. Like, so, the Red Wedding. I was actually laying in bed, watching that episode, and you know we didn't move for like 10, 15 minutes. We were just like stuck there, and then we were like, "Oh my god, that was so terrible!" Like, if you, like you just feel dirty. Like mm-hmm. it was just yeah. such such a such a raw murder scene, and you know characters that you love, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is yeah, so terrible." I knew terrible. it was coming,
1: so I was just watching Liz. I was watching my wife the whole time, yeah, right, <laughs> like wait for her reaction. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And then the very next episode, yeah. you see Joffrey's giggly smiley face.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's really awful. Yeah, yeah. The he said he wanted
1: the, uh, Rob's head brought to so he can give it to Sansa for her birthday or something for yeah, a, a wedding feast. Wedding feast. Yep. Oh, that fucking kid.
0: I didn't think his death was uh, very satisfying. I was a lot of satisfying. people were like so happy they're like, oh yeah, he's dead. Like I wanted him to get throttled by yeah. someone. Like just like just like just. Handled nope.
1: and the little shit still had time to point at freaking Tyrion. Yeah. I don't think he would have the brains to do that, he would just sit there and I think he was just twitching, <laughs> he just would have choked on the ground. He could have wrote down Olena Tyrell, he didn't know, and 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 Cersei still would have had Tyrion arrested. P- yep. Pigeon
0: pie. So, how are we uh, feeling after these two points? The first one was seven it. and a half, this is 8.2. <laughs> yeah, I feel I, fine. We I've Just got a couple of chicken on. sandwiches before We're you We're going to do in. number three? I
1: I'm think ready. we should. I'm ready. I can do number three, I If guess. you say so. Yeah, no, that second one packed a wallop. Kevin, am looking at you to get up. Maybe it's my turn. <laughs> He's the furthest away. He should do it. <laughs> 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 bananas and blow. I love that art. There's no bananas in this beer. Thank you for the disclaimer. <laughs> the really? It says that? Yeah, it says there's no bananas in this beer. Okay. Let me see this <laughs> can. <All> right.
0: <laughs> bananas. This label reminds me of some I other was uh, All right. I was Hefeweizen with spelt
1: 4.7%
0: bananas and blow. Awesome.
1: I really dig their kind of minimalist can design, too.
0: Yeah, they stick out. You know, some yeah, definitely. Like I go to the, I, have, I have a couple of nice beer shops in my house, as Mike. I'm sure you guys do. And uh you know, a lot of the cans, they're very they're very busy. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's hard to kinda I'll look at stuff and I'm like, eh, hey, blah blah blah. And it's like, I don't know, you, you feel like I feel like I'm being forced to label shop almost. Like they're all trying desperately to get your attention.
1: I never would have thought to grab safe space based on the label. Yep.
0: That is a terrible label. But it's it's so terrible it's funny. Like, you know, yep. unicorns and rainbows. The and first shit. time
1: I had it, I, I got it on draft. And I was just like, wow, that's really good. Yeah. And I good. used the tracker. I'm like, oh, they sell it, you know, down the road in dairy." So I went and picked it up. It's like $20 for a four-pack, but I thought the beer was totally worth that. Right. Pick it up. It's like, oh, rainbows and Pegasus. Yeah. I <laughs>
0: bought some expensive four-packs. I don't mind if I know, if I I don't know mind. what I'm getting into. Yeah. doesn't matter. Fill Can up the crack fruit. Oh, yeah. Crack them. Release the kraken. Oh man, this smells really interesting. <sighs> what did you do? I'm
1: going to get that nice. Come on, Bear sound. Wolf.
0: What do you got for me here? Mm. Oh, that is actually kind of refreshing on wow. my end. I don't uh, care what you right. guys say. I got to I got to be honest, between the name and the smell, I was like this is not going to be good. But I'll be damned, it's fucking delicious. Yeah, it is mm-hmm. clear. That's, like, the perfect thing to have after that double IPA Yeah. For me. It, is. <laughs> yeah. it is, So I yeah. just
1: poured it, and uh noticing the head disappears pretty quickly, which is exactly mm-hmm. what I want to happen in a license. Mm-hmm. I don't want that, you know, foamy head to stick around. That's going – it's just about gone now. That's
0: really I, delicious. I might have
1: poured a little aggressively for the sake of the sound.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was scared of this one for some reason because, you know – A bit of a sour are... note to it. Yeah. There'd one a... I thought that was guys were going to be banana. I did too. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually nice and clear tasting. It's got a little bit of like I want to say like some kind of some kind of peppery thing in the back. Tasting a tiny bit of citrus, like maybe a tiny bit of lemon.
1: I'm I'm tasting. Um, it almost had like a bready quality, like a yeasty. Mm. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that too. I'm pleasantly surprised by this one. Hmm not going to lie. I really thought it was going to suck. Sorry, Beowulf. (laughs) Even their IPAs, they're very unconventional, you know. I like that.
1: Is that the idea? All right, guys, we got to practice ripping on a beer. Let's try this.
0: No, I'm not ripping on them at all, but I I give them a lot of credit because they're they're different and uh, they have a really cool philosophy. I mean, I would go there again if I'm an expert. It's
1: it's definitely a ballsy philosophy. I
0: got all the respect
1: in the world for that.
0: It's got to be working for people in the area Mm because, I mean, they've been open for four years and, like, you know... Making beer ain't easy. And uh, uh, they're they're remaining open and busy. Yeah, the, I give them all the credit in the world.
1: Oh. So I just uh, hopped on untapped real quick. Once. And I noticed one of the things on the flavor profile on this yeah. is clove.
0: Mm. Oh. There it is.
1: How do you like that? That's what that is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nail I don't bit. like it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: I like it even well, I mean, more. Well, I like
1: putting names to the flavors because oh, yeah. it kind of helps me translate sure. a little bit. I don't like... Guessing, like, what is that? What yeah, is that?
0: right. <laughs> I like to guess. You like to guess? I like to guess, too, but I guess completely wrong. I was tasting something. I couldn't You're put my finger on it. it. Just say what you taste. Right. Clothes. I used to smoke clothes. Yes. Remember Beatties? I do remember Beaties. Our man there. Jay here used to own a smoke shop many, many years ago. Yeah. I used to go up there and watch anime and eat Pad Thai and smoke beaties. Yeah. It was now, awesome.
1: I can't judge on the clothes. However disgusting I think they are, because I was uh, smoking Swisher Sweets
0: <laughs> <laughs> for a little while. Yeah, no, Don't you can't. brag about that. You can't I'm not it. brag about that. <laughs> I'm i am not brag i am confessing. To, I used to, <laughs> one of my first construction jobs, I was working at a company, and there was this guy, who uh, I'm going to be really nonspecific, right? But um, <clears throat> he was this big, tough guy. who's was in charge. Huge man. Very intimidating. One day he comes up to me, and he goes, hey. You're doing the coffee run. Can you go and get me a pack of grape swisher sweets? <laughs> I look at him. I'm like, yo, that's what you smoke? He's like, what? Nothing, man. Whatever. Oof. I don't smoke them. I chew them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He probably did. He probably ate like two at a time. This motherfucker. Hand. His hands were the size of my head, and I have a fucking enormous head. <laughs> we all do. Mine is deceptively large. I wear a seven and a half hat. You can wear hats? (laughs) I've never. (laughs) Head. Move. Things got its own orbit. (laughs) Things like
1: Sputnik. (laughs) He's
0: probably going to cry himself to sleep on his huge pella.
1: (laughs) I believe that was the first R-rated movie I ever saw. That's so interesting. I married an axe murderer. Good movie. Yeah. Excellent movie.
0: Did you guys hear they're doing a fifth Predator movie? I okay. just saw the headline today. I did
1: not click on it.
0: They're doing an- another one.
1: So wait, 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 They're doing another Predator? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because Prometheus was kind of a letdown, and I was super no, excited for that. Prometheus really? was not a letdown. I thought Prometheus was good. It was a letdown for me. No. Go ahead, explain it. It was a very, uh, very ambitious story i was much more Im- invested and entertained when it was a space junker crew that found an egg
0: well you got that on the next alien movie did yeah. have, you, have you seen the covenant uh covenant yes i saw it i thought it was a, i didn't i mean i thought it was fucking awesome yeah just as good as any other alien movie and there was some scary scenes in that shit that was a good movie i thought whatever i'm no
1: yeah, i thought the crazy. android fight scene was a little silly house of the dragon what about it I don't know. It's going to be a fucking civil war. It's going to be a civil war. It will be a civil war, but the information that we're given from the book fire and blood is all very one sided information. So I'm hoping we get to explore different perspectives on that. I know we will. Obviously we will. So what's our fear with the writing on this? My fear is that with how many dragons are going to be potentially involved, that is going to be their get out of jail free card for writing a good show.
0: No, they have an opportunity here. They know what the gripes are um, from the last couple seasons of Game of Thrones, and they know that people are going to be starving for this. So they have an opportunity to do it right and kind of have this go down as legendary status again. If they just kind of keep the same type of quality character development that they have, you know, in, in the first four, five, six seasons of Game of Thrones, and uh, it, I mean, for me, I, I would want to see more visceral combat i would like to see that stepped up a little bit just for my own like and it will e- be enjoyment like you know more like i guess Can i like, just
1: see someone who's awesome with a giant two-handed
0: sword yeah i mean Please. you know all that stuff would be you know i want to see like you know kung fu style stuff for, i have you all know?
1: the respect in the world for half thor bjornson but his <coughs> sword choreography was awful horrendous
0: um Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty simple. Uh, Give us good characters, uh, good uh, story and character development that makes sense. Don't fuck it up. You'll be legends forever. You have all the source material in the world. Do it right.
1: My biggest fear is it's going to turn into a soap opera. I have a just don't turn it into every other show where every season you need to do character reintroduction or re-reintroduction. Just keep it going. Keep it smooth. Right. Assume your audience understands. Don't pull me out of the story to tell me what I already know. There's so much happening. I
0: I hate that when movies like wave it right in your face, like see this, see this, see this, see this. Remember Remember this? I'm like, come on. Yeah, (laughs)
1: yeah. One of my other fears is, like I was saying earlier, I don't want them to um, age up a lot of the characters because a lot of the characters in this story are going to be children, Mm -hmm. and they need Mm -hmm. to be children to have the same effect of their death
0: <laughs> to carry weight.
1: I mean, it's a challenge when, when you're filming
0: something though. I mean, sure. That's interesting because what what we're going to want is exceptional acting. And are you going to get that from a cast of ultra rung, ultra young, you know, newcomers that look the part, you know, what if they don't focus on the ages it, and, it, and kind of just, you know,
1: it's not just the exceptional acting though, because the first four seasons of game of Thrones was exceptional acting editing writing it just seems like right. just like it just slid together perfectly sure i, I don't think you're going to be able to mimic that because this show is so dependent on dragons i know i was talking before we started recording but um i'm a little bit worried but the dragons might look cheap because i don't they're think gonna they'll look spend... cheap because i think once you invent the technology to do the animation it exists now it's there
0: they're gonna yeah. if they don't invest in quality special effects they, they should know if they don't already that they're going to lose an enormous amount of revenue because people are automatically going to write off the show. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're going to watch one episode and be like, this is shit. Now I'm not watching. I'm already, <laughs> I like your sock puppet dragon. People, <laughs> people are, the, the, a large part of the fan base is already on the fence because of the letdown of the last season. And it's like, yeah, they have to do this. Right. Or, or they're going to do it cheaply and just cash in for the for the casuals or whatever. You know? I suppose neither scenario would I, I, surprise I mean, me. I it could go either way, I guess. I, don't know.
1: I would be perfectly fine with an animated series. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yep. There's no excuse to make it look anything less than fantastic at that point. And I don't have to worry about sucky actors either. Did they mention Cregan Stark? No. 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 That's no right not knowledge. that I've seen, yes. Anyway. Cregan Stark was the fucking man. Tell us about Cregan Stark. Cregan Stark. What's a Cregan? What's a, what's a Cregan? Tell me about the Kurgan. <laughs> so Cregan Stark, um, they swore for the blacks in this this uh, this war. and it was the blacks, the blacks, blacks and the, green, the, right? the greens. The blacks and the greens. The blacks were the side that Viserys had said were going to inherit the throne. The greens were the ones who felt they should inherit it. Basically, first wife, second wife. First children, right. second children. Mm-hmm. Uh, children with a second wife. So Cregan Stark comes down with the old wolves of Winterfell. All the guys like, cause, you know, winter's coming, et cetera, et cetera. So all these older guys were basically coming down to. Mike, 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 we can't afford to talk about the wolves. <laughs> you, yeah. D&D. Yeah. Continue. Um, <laughs> he came down with all his, you know, the soldiers of Winterfell. And they took some heavy casualties, but they came down kind of expecting to die. They were all the older men. Uh, and oftentimes during winter, the older guys will say, hey, I'm going to go hunting. And that's code for I'm going to go and die in the snow so I don't eat your food so the young can survive. So they went down. Fought going the on a proverbial iceberg. Yeah. So Creek and Stark actually sat on the throne for a day and executed almost everyone that betrayed the Black's throne. Nice. Yeah. It's a pretty badass moment. So uh, worth this a read. was an army of Starks that were too old. Not Starks, but Northmen. Northmen yeah. that were too old for to be supported by the society. So they came down, but they were still badass. Yeah, I mean, they weren't super soldiers. Like, like I said, they took heavy losses. A lot of them died. And a lot of them didn't even go back home. They s- sold their swords in the South, and um, a lot of them you know, stayed and took mistresses and wives. So it's like they went down to a warmer climate Weird. to retire and die. There's snowbirds. Like there's a parallel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's wicked funny. <laughs> Who are these wolves again?
1: A lot of times for the um, northern people, they give them wolf nicknames. Oh, okay. So Ned Stark was the quiet wolf. Uh, his brother, Brendan, was the the wild wolf. And what was the younger brother's name? The one that was at the Night's Watch? Benjamin. Benjamin was a young wolf. Something like that. No, good Rob old, was a young wolf. Good old Benjamin. The black wolf?
0: I got to say, if I was the actor who was Benjamin Stark in, in the series, I'd be pretty happy with myself. He was pretty awesome. <laughs> he was pretty awesome. He just, yeah. he just showed he up. shows up right when you need him to. I mean, he showed up, what, three, four times in the yeah. whole thing? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Always had a cool weapon. Drink,
1: drink this bunny.
0: <laughs> Dude, he's, he's awesome. I, I I loved I loved him just kind of showing up. When he when he saved John, he had that flaming uh, magic mace thing.
1: Mm-hmm. There's no time. We're just get on the fucking horse.
0: Yeah. No. No, <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> all right, all right. So I got a lot of fears. I
1: think a lot can go wrong. But I think HBO was well aware of popular opinion and how season eight went down and season seven to some people.
0: I really hope they do the right thing and, and and go all out you know and give us give us some well really good I, I don't know that lightning strikes twice I would watch
1: it but honestly I would probably watch anything with dragons and magic and well sparks. I mean yeah
0: exactly exactly and I mean you know there, there's gonna be a lot of uh uh destruction and backstabbing and crazy yeah. shit so do I we don't have any seasons
1: this is it. gonna be no idea and the civil war was two years long so you know, uh, i mean it doesn't have to start with the civil war it's house of the dragon it's not dance of the dragon so yeah are we
0: gonna see the events building up to well, it what if they do like one or two seasons of this and then they do house of the lion or
1: the first war against the white walkers
0: there you go you yeah.
1: start the show you're already in the war against the children of the forest Duncan egg I would watch that. I know everything that happens. I would still watch Dunkin' Egg. I don't know. I've I've already read a uh, graphic novel on it. Yeah, that's what they are. So it's like I feel like I've already I've already seen a good version of it, and I don't want to see them fuck it up. Uh, fair point. You be quiet now. Do not retain it. My mother got me two bottles of whiskey because I've been taking care of her during this pandemic. I've been going out, getting the food. Running the errands, making the dinners, and she got me two You're bottles of whiskey. Ooh, it's a cork. It's, that's a good sign. There's, There's a, a cork in that. Are you opening it? <laughs> I opened it. Are we taking a no. shot? of Yeah. You? Do you want to take the first <laughs> shot? Are
0: we? Not even. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even putting a glasses. Did you want to take the first shot? All right. Just pass glasses. it around. <laughs> Fuck it. Did you want it? Because you ain't going <laughs> to.
1: It's wrapped in leather at the top, Ooh. so, I mean, you know it's good. Ooh. I don't know if that's good. Is that a good oo or a bad ooh? It's just an, it's, it's a good oo, but uh, it's the only one. Is that a, a ooh? It's, no, good, it's good. It's good ooh. <laughs> it's got, it's it's got leather <laughs> on top. How bad could it be?
0: <laughs> oh.
1: This is uh, four roses whiskey.
0: We are we are drinking whiskey, aren't we? It,
1: it's a sip and whiskey. Easy. Oh, that's Take lovely. It's it actually quite lovely, <laughs> isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's all right. That's. Uh, that Four went rows down okay. of single barrel, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. It's very nice. Please put the cork in
1: it. I'm putting the cork in it. Thank you.
0: It's actually really nice. So I'm it's saying. Actually, if you
1: didn't want us to drink it, f- you wouldn't f- like it out. Ooh,
0: I was like, oh, what is it? Charcoal? No, that was a good ooh. Oh, it's really good. good.
1: It wasn't a good ooh face. It,
0: oh, was, it was a whiskey, whiskey face. face. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Throw your beard back. You don't make like, <laughs> like good faces without your beard. <laughs> yeah. That is almost refreshing whiskey. Like I want to like just drink that shit. Please don't. It was to. a gift. But man, that is that is one of the lightest, forty percent liquors I've ever had.
1: If we can bring that bottle to Bike Week,
0: yeah. Oh, it's let's going like down. Care. Let's go bye oh, <sighs> bye. We can't. We, when was the last time we even put down a bottle at Bike Week? Okay. <laughs> Literally,
1: we put yeah, this back. We, we, we put down a bottle on the kayak trip this year. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Well, let's talk about House of the Dragon some more. What else you got, Jay? I got um, talking about our fears and our hopes. Hopes do not fulfill my fears.
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough time. Uh, uh, I mean, I feel like especially for us, you know, we we lament about a lot of stuff. The show has a really solid opportunity to give us something really epic and visceral. I mean, the things that made Game of Thrones such a phenomenon where it's, you know, it's quality and it's brutality in those first couple seasons. I mean, the show was fucking huge. They were on the cover of every magazine at 7-Eleven every time I went there. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And like, um, just give us the good shit, man. Give us the good dragons.
1: Everything that we hope and fear right now is obviously all speculative because of course they haven't even started filming yet. They haven't announced the plot. This is they pure theory. They have not theory. announced a plot that we're you talking know, about that, right now. And that. all of our fears are based off of the very end of what was otherwise an amazing show, which is valid. But all Correct. we know for sure is that they've cast one person. Seems a middle-aged gentleman. Exactly. That's for what I was to say. King Viserys. Right. Yeah.
0: And, and, then, and Wait, all, all speculation that does is, is like, give me that. a
1: start of a timeline or a snippet of a timeline. I know that there will be a King Viserys that's X amount of years old. Could be you a know, flashback. Could be a flashback. We have no idea where this is going to take place.
0: Most timeline. likely
1: it will be the Civil War. Most likely. If we're talking hopes, I almost don't want to say I hope they don't focus on the incest. Because there's going to be so much of it. There is. Yeah. yeah. So much of it. Yeah.
0: I mean I I know with the with the Targaryens it's kind of uh it's, the it, thing. it's it's insane. Oh hopefully they can balance it with, you know, stories from other places and make it all make sense so it's not just constantly, you know, that brutal but you know, I don't know.
1: Speaking I'm, of incest, we touching tips or what? What's going on?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bro tips. <laughs> no fucking way, dude. I got the smallest feet here, it ain't happen. <laughs> Oh, gosh. sitting in a room with a bunch of fucking missing links. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. I, I, I just hope
1: it, uh, kind of scratches the itch, the sci-fi itch or not sci-fi, but high fantasy itch mm-hmm. that sure. I feel like hasn't really been filled in a while. Could have been filled by the Hobbit. Wasn't. Well, we have an upcoming episode that we'll be talking about. Uh, we have Lord of the Rings coming to Amazon. Oh, they're, they're doing a Silmarillion next year. Did you guys read the Silmarillion? The Silmarillion is a much easier read when you accept that you're going to be flipping back and forth between where you're reading and where the glossary is a lot. You need charts. You just you need to keep looking up and updating what stuff has what stuff has, because it is not told in order. Yep. It is not told in a coherent storytelling biblical. Yeah. Fuck you guys that wrote Happy Feet. (laughs) (laughs) That was the unhappiest movie about penguins I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) It's kind of phony. I'm going to go watch Surfs Up and feel good about myself.
0: (laughs) And I know a lot about penguin movies. I I fully endorse Surfs Up. I suppose this is a bad time to mention The Land Before Time. Never a bad time.
1: Nah. Never a bad time. Oh, shit. (laughs) Well. I think we're toast. We are toast. This is uh, what we call off the rails. All right. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So we're at uh, section three. All right. Next episode. I got this. I got this. Shh. Shh. Everybody quiet. Shh. I can do this. Shut up. Shh. I can do it myself. Fuck off. Hey, bro. Oh, Oh.
0: God. All right. I love when Mikey bumps cigarettes (laughs) off me because this kid has bought me more packs of cigarettes than... I don't know. <laughs> <Then>. A lot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. Well,
1: that's all from us. I encourage all of you to go to Beowulf Brewing in Amesbury, Massachusetts, and say hi to Matt and the team. As do I. Uh, we're the adventure. You can check out what's on tap on their website, bearwolfbrewing.com. If you enjoyed this episode, of Draft Bastards We would certainly appreciate If you subscribed You could visit us at DraftBastards.com And on Facebook and Instagram At DraftBastards All one word, drop us a like and say hey For our next episode Kevin will be picking the beer And we will discuss life The universe And everything Which is another way of saying we haven't picked a topic yet
0: so, thank you oh, very shit. much. I thought that was I thought that was a good topic. It is a good topic. <laughs> we'll figure it out. All right. We out. Peace.
1: Later. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>